Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. And, well, Andy, I guess we'll get started with that hockey game last night. It sure was exciting, but uh, not the outcome we wanted. Not what not what I was looking for, but uh, still, yeah, it was a good game. And like the jokes about all oh, those motorcycles and the cocaine and all that, like that, it like playoff. Uh, sudden death overtime hockey. Yeah, it is. It is a whole thing. So that was very exciting. It's funny too, because I was like dying for them to get their ass in gear, uh, in New York. So I could flip the hockey. I right now in my living room, I only have the one TV. I guess I could have pulled up a stream, but I was trying to see who won best in show. I had some, uh, I didn't have any bets on that. I wish I could bet on that, but I always like to see who, uh, Bloodhound. And I'm, I've been traditionally horrible at guessing. I think between my wife, my daughter, and I, we guessed like five of the seven dogs, and none of them were the Bloodhound. So congrats to the Bloodhound winning best in show. And then I flipped over to hockey and shit. That was great. And yeah, they did have a, they did probably have a gripe there in, uh, in Tampa about the probably should have called the two men, too many men on the ice call the way I understand it now. So such is life. We will just cheer for Tampa Bay in game number one more. Come on. Game number five. Just need them to go, go to Colorado and win. Cause that's always been easy. So they will get some time to re re uh, what do you call it? Just like regroup, regroup, regroup your poop. Reset, and, and then retool. All the all the pressure really sometimes is on the team trying to close it out. It's hard to get that last one. So, congrats to, you know, congrats to whoever takes this down. But I'm just hoping it takes a little longer. Um, and then yeah, today's today's a big day. The NBA draft will be today. We have USFL football this weekend. Finally, meaningful. You uh, so my team I bet on hasn't lost in a long time. Nothing like. Uh, Nothing like uh, the Gonzaga Bulldogs ticket I had where they hadn't lost in like three months and then lost in the only game that mattered to me. So we'll hope we can get over the hump with one of these football futures. But, yeah, let's take a look at uh, the M- NBA draft board. And, yeah, some of these kind of have settled. So th- this is these are the ones you, you're in on. Yeah, this is kind of what's left. Um, as I'm sure everyone's seen, there's been a ton of information this morning. Um, we woke up this morning. Paolo was the favorite to be number one most places, you know, minus 150 or so. Not a huge favorite, but Woj comes out and tweets that it's Jabari number one. The market moves hugely towards Jabari. Um, gets out to minus 1,000, minus 10,000 in some places even that aren't really taking a bet at that number. But it looks like the odds for one, now two, and even three have been pulled just about everywhere. I still have faith in it being Paolo, but we've got a bunch of really good positions in the last week or so, the last couple days. Here are the last four over-unders, though. I gave all these out already, but these are the last ones that are still out there that I think you can find at a reasonable number again. Jalen Duran over 10.5. He's Rudy Gobert, the absolute best-case scenario, and someone I think is definitely going to fall as a big man who can't shoot in a draft full of guys looking for wings and shooters. Shaden Sharp under 7.5. There seems to be a lot of noise around Portland using their pick at seven or something like that to take him to trade to Toronto. His name just keeps popping up lower and lower and lower. There's even an eight out there, but under seven and a half looks good. Nikola Jovic over 20 and a half. This one is open 
about half spots. I would even take 21 and a half here. He is tumbling. Um, he might even fall out of the first round. Probably won't. But again, I see him in the mid 20s, not closer to 2021 where the number is. And then Wendell Moore Jr. over 27 against some red flags popping up for him. We think that he might actually fall out of the first round. So honestly, over 27, over 28, over 29, that's fine. Um, I think he ends up being in the second round. So we'll see him 30 or higher. So those are the four. Again, you probably already have these. So just double check. If not, those are the four best bets you have now. And again, if you have a book for some reason that has odds open on the number one pick, just take some Paolo, whatever number they got, as much as they'll let you take. That's who we think goes number one. So that'll be my official pick for number one. I have no clue who goes number two, and I frankly don't care. Maybe Jay yeah. I'd like Jaden Ivey to go two if possible. This doesn't seem like it's going to happen. If, if it does end up happening where we end up with a Paulo in, in Orlando or a trade for one and Paulo at number one, that's not number two. And if Jabari is on the, on the board and OKC is up, I feel like they would have a hell of a time passing on him. So... I don't know. I, I think that's probably where we end up. I have been very wrong before, but uh, informational stuff is usually decent. Um, and then, yeah, we get to see what uh, in the new world of betting where everybody who, you know, has the DraftKings app can bet what a wash tweet can do to a market. It was hilarious. Also, I just think like some of these guys who maybe haven't booked some of these events before just like fuck this like we've just taken too much money on this just set it at minus ten thousand so nobody can bet it's it's better than putting the locks in the one like what's the, it's the same thing you might set it minus ten thousand or you put the lock symbol on it's the exact same thing like anything you take is going to be negligible but you don't have to no one has to say like oh they're no they're not even taking money on it like it's just oh my god look how yeah. look how far it moves so it's interesting it is starting to level out uh, there's been an interesting movement with some of the offerings at some of the exchanges that are offering much more liquidity than the legal books so we will see we have like nine and a half hours left jesus christ oh eight is that how long hours? it is good god I eight now is it is it eight eastern well, they ain't gonna draft right away. I honestly uh, have no idea. Christ, it's gonna it's gonna take a long time. It'll so. never be over. Coverage right, starts well, at eight. All right, Eastern. yeah. So the first pick probably happens at like eight thirty Eastern, yeah, and yeah, like, most of the most of the offshores do have the one, two, and three markets down, which is not any fun for betting purposes. But uh, I guess they've they've taken. Blame. Yeah, they've taken what they wanted to take, and they ain't taken anymore. It'll be uh, it'll be extremely fun to have have some things go right tonight. Who knows? We'll get there. And until then, we'll talk some golf. I do have a uh, a first mm -hmm. round bet that has not started. My bets have been some are okay and some are not okay. So like <laughs> Cameron Champ Cameron Champ hasn't started yet, but I have a Matthew Neesmith bet over him for the tournament. I'm winning that by five. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my guys, Brendan Steele, has not started yet, but he's going to start with a at least, it's looking like a three or four stroke head start. Jason Day sucks. And then I also bet Tom Hoagie over Cam Davis. He's currently down by nine. I am That's very glad good. I did the minus one and a half and laid less juice on it. Uh, my <laughs> best future, uh, Davis Riley, Luke List, Tony Finau are under, but none of my futures have gotten out to a hot start. Let's hope Aaron Wise as a nice afternoon to get me somewhere. Mito Pereira was on the outright card. He is currently 
pondering ways to not have to come back to the golf course tomorrow because he is way behind. So one I do have yet this afternoon is Adam Long over Mackenzie yeah, Hughes. Just yeah, just just straight up Adam Long over Mackenzie Hughes. I'm not playing any uh not playing the half stroke here. The price was decent. I need to get faster at this. Um, I had an Aaron Rye over Harris English look that I liked when I scraped it at minus 126. I went back to the book and it had been a day, and that that price was minus 160 or something horrid. Like, oh, like it's nice little confirmation bias. Like, oh, that would have been a good that would have been a good bet. Like I was right. My my ratings agree with uh, the market and as a, as a whole, but. Uh, it sucked that I didn't bet it. So something I did get as an underdog to Mackenzie Hughes, Adam Long. Adam Long is much, 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 much better at finding the greens than Mackenzie Hughes over a decent sample size. I have him as a better course fit. And their form right now, very similar. But as far as greens and regulations, fairway finding and course fit, I have... Mackenzie Hughes would be a dog for me in this matchup. Uh, and they do charge... A decent over round on these matchups. So it's minus 108 is the underdog by a bet. The favorite was minus 122. So you, you pay you pay out the nose for these matchups. Like hit, hitting 53% matchups isn't going to get it done for the most part, unless you're betting a lot of dogs. So I do need to win more than that. I'm trying my best, guys. So Adam Long over McKenzie Hughes, minus 108. This was something that was at Bookmaker this morning or last night when I bet it. I guess uh, it starts at about an hour, hour and 20 minutes. So I'm going to make sure it's still up. Hell, you can get a better price. Market disagreed. You can get long at even money right now. Ooh. I might take it again. I don't even care. I just need Kevin Kisner to <laughs> maybe suck a little more. I hate when they show his shots. That means it was a good shot. All right. Par putt for him. All right. Tennis? Eastbourne doubles? Are we playing that? No Eastbourne doubles. Uh, just bet Serena, I guess. He just keeps winning. But uh, mm. we do have one match, and again, similar to yesterday, we're going to bet Halep, and it starts soon. Looks like it'll be just after the show here. Again, Eastbourne's all in play, so nothing for you tomorrow morning yet. Just don't have odds. Uh, but in Bad Hamburg, we go back again. Halep will be the last match of the day there. Starts just after the show. I bet this had a worse number yesterday. It was minus three games yesterday, and I was happy to bet that. It's actually a two and even a two and a half some spots. She plays against Amanda Anna Samova. Again, Halep, I think, continues to be underrated on grass. Everyone thinks of her as a clay player in the market for whatever reason is still catching up to a former Wimbledon champion on a surface that, you know, she, she shows a lot of aptitudes towards and. Anna Samova is someone that gets bet on. I'm a little disappointed in myself for not waiting. She generally takes support in the market, and that's what we've seen. But happy to take Halep here. I have this, again, three and a half, um, not quite four games myself. Um, take her money line, too. I think she's around minus 140, minus 150. If you want to play that straight up, that's fine. But I I'm always happy to lay the two and a half games. Generally, when she wins, she wins comfortably. So give me Halep today, any which way you like it. Any which way but loose. Ooh, Rory. Real close in an eagle putt. Yeah, the Mito tickets may not cash, Patrick. That is uh, true. And thank you, Patrick, for joining the YouTube chat every day and chatting with us. If you're in that YouTube chat, hit the thumbs up. I'm going to say it in the middle of the show instead of the end today so somebody hears it. Thumbs up, help us out on YouTube. It's the least you can do. 
the USFL is this weekend. I haven't paid attention to anything outside of Mondays. It's like, it's kind of like uh, I told Dan this. Dan talked me into, producer Dan talked me into the winning ticket on the F1 race. And when I was, you know, sometimes my tracking over the weekend gets a little loosey-goosey. I do some catch-up Monday morning. And I, I went back and I'm like, oh, I have a future on F1. Is this did this happen yesterday? It turns out it happened two days before. I went and looked, and sure enough, I had a winner. So sometimes that's kind of my USFL experience. I don't bet it every week, but I do have a future. So about every Monday, I go back and look like, oh yeah, did my team do good this week? And the answer has always been yes. They lost their first game of the season. And they haven't lost since. They are in a nine-game winning streak. My New Jersey Generals. Somebody, uh, again, a helpful Twitter helper DM'd me, kind of told me that uh, there was some goofy stuff going on with the uh, how the playoffs work. And he said, like, some of these numbers are probably just too big. I dug into, again, a friend's uh, stats. Eric Eager and some of the PFF guys had done some light EPA per play stuff with the USFL. I said, out of honestly, it's blind squirrel shit. Like, there's two or three teams, and I that were like two and one. And I looked and I said, well, this team has some decent metrics. So I bet the generals at like seven, seven and a half to one. I gave it out on the show, even at five, five and a half. I think they're down to two to one. And the way this will work is it is plus 200. Yeah, plus 150 and plus 200 for the two favorites. So there's only four teams that make the playoff. Like every game in the USFL, it's at a neutral site. It won't be at Birmingham, Alabama anymore. They're moving north. This is in Canton, Ohio, which is the – I don't know if that's like their live thing, like thumbing it at the NFL because that's where the NFL Hall of Fame is. I'm not sure. I I think just – seem pretty on the nose. There's a nice stadium too. So – Good job to them for doing that, I guess. But it will be neutral sites for these semifinals this weekend. You can see Generals are favored. They have played the Stars twice. I believe they just got done playing them, beat them in a close one, beat them by about a touchdown earlier in the season. So I do expect the the Stallions to win the second game there. The Generals, I, I guess I'm just a fatalist. I'm nervous about my future, but. I'll be happy if they can get this one done. Uh, no hedge, never hedge. Uh, I, I won't. It should be damn near a pick em. I would expect if the Stallions move on, the Generals would be a, a one-and-a-half, two-point underdog in the final. If the Breakers win, we'd be looking at a, a plus 700 ticket for about minus 150 at that point. So I'll be cheering for the Generals and the Breakers this weekend. And maybe we'll bring someone on next week. Maybe I'll talk to you into coming on and talking. I think he's actually, he was visiting uh, my neck of the woods uh, this summer. He has family in Minnesota and Wisconsin. But he's, uh, we were texting, trying to get together, and he said, I may have to drive back to Ohio for USFL playoff games. <laughs> so I think he might be going to some of these. So I'll see if I can might get him on well. the time. Talk, we'll, we'll get we'll get somebody. I know a few people are better. I'll, I'll find somebody to come talk USFL championship game next week, and hope hope to God it's my New Jersey. It's yeah. it's horrible. Like I haven't watched any, but I expect it to be horrible football. I saw passes on TV a couple times. My my team is like a running team. 
Like yeah, that's I remember all you saying this. That's why you like it. Yeah, it's it's a horror and it's a good EPA per play. And they actually have a good defense too, but it's like running and defense. Like it's like a good team from the 60s. And that flies in the USFL because they have two really good running backs. But I don't know if I can watch a team that just runs the ball and relies on defense. That don't doesn't sound it. like that sounds like don't something I would it. just set up score alerts for. So well, it's hard. The totals have come up. Like the one total is 47, the other one is 44. I mean, we're looking in the 30s to start the season. So uh, apparently the market has them playing an actual football game now. That's fun. Yeah, people have – I mean, there's been some scoring. And and while, <clears throat> like I said, New Jersey has a very good defense, uh, Philly's scored quite a bit. Philly's a good scoring team. Uh, their offense has been one of the better ones in the league. I think they're over 25 points per game. So it's an irresistible force, a movable object with the, a good defense and a great offense. So we'll see. And to be fair, the general's offense, while it is run-based, it is very good as well. So maybe uh, maybe looking at it over there. And in the in the Slack chat, the betting talk, RAS Slack chat, abnormally distributed, said he's on the long train too. Um, it was 119 earlier. looks like it really swung the other way overnight. I don't know if people set up daily golf bets or if just somebody really, really liked Mackenzie Hughes. He had a good Sunday, but, man, I think Mackenzie Hughes stinks, and I'm sticking to it. Let's do it. Believe. I believe in All right. Hallop. You believe I'm, in Long. Let's go. I'm going to have to bet enough <laughs> on Halop to not make tonight suck. Honestly, like I said, I got enough on <laughs> positions I think that are good enough in the over-under markets ahead of time that even if it goes, you know, tits up at the top of the board, I think I can still end up positive. All I want to do is end up positive. If Paulo ends up number one, I'm renting a fucking house on Lake Minnetonka for the 4th <laughs> of July and just drinking Sambuca uh, out of a, I don't know, like an expensive vase. That's my plan. I'm going to buy an expensive vase just to drink out of it. Go get a bottle of Sambuca in case he does go number one. Pop that tonight. Spray it all over the house. So, (laughs) all right. We, this time we will catch you guys on Friday. So we'll see you tomorrow, Alex. You have a good one. Enjoy your Thursday afternoon.